When you were dating your now spouse, it might have been easy to think, I know so much about him or her. But then you got married and you probably realized, wait a minute, I didn't know that about you. Um, Most of us as married couples have been there before. So if you're still learning things about your mate, Welcome to the company. We're so glad you've tuned in. I'm John Fuller, joined by Greg and Aaron Smalley. They lead our marriage department. And Melanie Shankel has written a really terrific book about getting along with your spouse, assuming they're different than you. Uh, The book is called The Antelope in the Living Room. And here's Melanie talking with Jim Daly about a pretty funny story from her honeymoon. Hey, when you talk about that realization that maybe we're different. I think you have a story in your book on your honeymoon (laughs) where that that difference came out. You thought it would be what? And then what did Perry expect out of your honeymoon? Well, there are a whole lot of things. But I will tell you that the biggest of what stood out to me was when we got on the plane, you know, we were going to the Bahamas and we were going to be at a resort for a week. And so I brought a book because I'm a reader. That's what I love to do. And so I'd brought a nice, I mean, I'd researched. You Moby know, to Dick find, or oh, something? Well, I'd, get you, you know, through a week? Something like that. You know, some, <laughs> it was probably, you know, who knows. But I had brought a book and we got on the plane for our first leg of our flight and we got all settled in and, and I opened up my book, you know, and we'd already at that point been together for 24 hours. So, you know, you've, you've rehashed the wedding and you've talked. And so I was ready to read my book. And he said, what are you doing? And I said, well, I'm, I'm reading. And I said, did you bring anything to read? And he pulled out a Cabela's catalog. This is an outdoors, yeah, an outdoors, an outdoors place. Outdoors catalog. I so, like this guy. Yeah, he pulls it out and he thumbs through it. And the plane, you know, they hadn't even, I don't even think everybody was even on board yet. And he said, well, I'm done with that. What now? And I was like do you not read? And he was like, not really. I don't like to read books. And I just, <laughs> it was that moment of, we dated for two years. Like you would have thought that would have come up, but yeah, it just goes, cover to, that, huh? we never, we never covered that. And to this day, he's like, well, you can just tell me about your book. So it was that whole thing. of then we were on a three hour flight and I read on flights. That's what I do. But all of a sudden he was that passenger that you hate to sit next to because they want to talk the whole instead time. of letting you read your yeah. book. No, hang on. Did so, you call your mom and said, I met the most horrible passenger on the plane. Yeah. Unfortunately, he's my new husband. Yes, my new husband who doesn't like to read. So, you know, librarians and barbarians, something like that. So There's the Sky Mall catalog. Yeah, well, that's it. Well, that's, yeah, he had some options. He had some options. I think we ended up doing like a crossword puzzle and maybe some of that, you know, Sudoku kind of thing, which I can't do, but. I pretended. It's so funny. And I know for Jean and I, it's funny because she was a night person and I was a morning person. That was Mm -hmm. our big distinction. Mm -hmm. And, you know, having children changes that for a woman. And she's learned to accommodate early mornings and late evenings. So she's everything now. But when we were first married, she would not talk before 10 o'clock. I mean, literally, I thought she was mad at me every morning. (laughs) Because I, I wake up bubbly, ready uh-huh. to go. Well, let's go conquer the day. Let's let's pray. You know, let's ask uh-huh. the Lord to give us that strength. And uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then at night, I'd be uh, blah, blah, and she's uh-huh. all, "Hey, let's uh, let's have some let's prayer talk. time." I'm going, you know, if I bow my head, I think I might fall asleep. Yes. And yes. Uh, it's just the way we're wired, isn't it? it? Is. How it do is. you find that middle ground where you can say, "Okay, here's where we can meet." You know, I think it takes a while to find your rhythm. I mean, we had that same thing, night owl, early morning. You know, Perry's an early bird. I'm a night owl. And I think it just takes some adjusting and adapting and figuring out what's important. And, you know, and I learned early on, he didn't care if I slept until 10 o'clock on weekends. You know, he's <laughs> he's fine with that. And I didn't care if he got up early. I think a lot of times that friction in marriage is wrapped right around that. There's no solution. You get bitter. You start resenting. Uh, your spouse, and you don't find solution. You don't have a desire mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. And then the relationship just becomes so brittle. 
that nobody wants to invest in it any longer. And then you end up in counseling or on your way to divorce court, mm-hmm. even within the Christian community. Mm-hmm. Um, for you, what what's a sign that you need help? I mean, when you're there and you're in that situation, the opposites and the humor's perhaps mm-hmm. no longer there. Yeah. And now it's become more like battle. Mm-hmm. What does a woman do particularly? Speak to that woman in that situation. You know, I think that's it's hard. I, I, you know, for me, that's when I really begin to pray. And, I, and I've just learned over the years that sometimes the trick is, to act like I'm still in love, even if I don't feel like I'm still in love. You know, I think feelings can be so deceitful. You know, Mm -hmm. I think your feelings can lead you astray and you can just start to think, well, I don't feel it. And so if I don't feel it, then I'm not going to act on it. And so I'm going to quit doing these acts of kindness or these things that I've done. And sometimes I've learned if I'll just ask the Lord to give me strength to just kind of power through Mm -hmm. and to still treat Perry the way that I know he wants to be treated and to respect him and to love him and to encourage him, even if I don't necessarily feel it, um, that a lot of times I feel like it comes back around. Sometimes it's just working through. And I think that, you know, what you learn in being married for any amount of time is, I mean, there are highs and lows. I mean, I feel like, you know, I could go back over our marriage and if you looked at a map, there are probably years that look like mountaintops and there are years that look like valleys. And, you know, both of those, I mean, if you can find a good level and sometimes that's just continuing to just love each other and encourage each other, even if you don't feel it in that Mm. moment. Because I think things take place. And, you know, with a woman, I know you can have a million things on your mind. You're worried about your finances. You're worried about what's going to be for dinner. You're worried about how your kids are doing in school. Mm. You're worried about your, you know, your community and your friends and your church and your Bible study group. And and it's hard to not let all those things pile up to where you lose sight of your marriage. But Mm. it's just to continue to make that a priority and just ask God to give you the strength because sometimes you're not going to feel it. And it's only going to be by trusting him and, and letting him guide you through that path. All right, Greg, it's really important to remind ourselves that I love this person. It's a decision I've made. It, it may not be what I feel right now, but I really do love them. How do we tell ourselves to choose love even if the feelings are like, I'm so tired of this? Yeah, I always tell people it's so important to realize that that love is both a feeling and a decision. It's really not one or the other. Yeah, you know, one of the the lies that a colleague and I talk about in a book that we wrote called "The Nine Lies That Will Destroy Your Marriage" is just that 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 it's either a feeling or it's it's, it's a, making an A B choice, but right. it's really both. Yeah, it really is. But I think the most important part of understanding love, yeah, it's a feeling, it's a decision, but it's also nothing that you and I generate. We don't create love. Mm. And I think that's what throws a lot of people. We try to make the issue about love. I just don't love this person anymore. I've fallen out of love. We could just find the loving feelings. And honestly, John, what was so helpful in my own marriage, in my own life, is to understand that, that God is love. He's the creator of love. There's no part of love that that, that I generate, that I create. Mm. And why that's important is to understand that the process that God uses around love is that I open my heart, He fills my heart with His love, and I simply allow His love to pass through me to, the, to others. And how I interfere with that process is that I shut my heart down. So when my heart is closed, from whatever might be going on in our marriage, you know, that that's when I don't feel the loving feelings. And that's when in my brain, I'm like, well, I just have to make that decision. And then I'm wrestling. I'm in like this internal power struggle 
part of me wants to, you know, to love and to make that decision. Part of me doesn't. When all along, the real issue is that that your heart is closed. Mm. Why that's important is because I control the state of my heart. There's lots of good reasons why our heart closes. But the point is, is that I can do something about that. I can figure out how to get my heart back open and, and therefore, it, it doesn't have to be about a feeling or a decision. It can be about what do I really control? And that's the either my heart is opened or not. And mm-hmm. that's what we really try to help couples understand. And it's so key to recognize you don't have to do this on your own strength, that you can simply say, you know what, Lord, help me here. My heart's shut down. I'm not feeling safe. Lord, you open my heart, but then help me to walk into the other room and be loving and to be kind, and to be courageous. Give me courage, give me love, give me kindness, because an open heart, those things will flow out. Mm. So you don't have to do this in your own strength, and that's what I love, because there are many times I will be in our room, and he's sitting, Greg is sitting out in the living room, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> we we had a little squabble, and I'm going to walk back out there, because that's who I want to be. I want to be courageous. I want to be loving. I want to be kind. So it's kind of a combination of feeling... Um, of, of decision and of reliance on God. Yeah, crying out. He's the one. And and when we say, "Please help me," that's that's a time when God can swoop in, mm-hmm. when He can uh, work with us, and He can make some really profound things happen. Yeah. Absolutely. Good stuff. Well, we mentioned earlier uh, the fun and terrific book that Melanie wrote, "The Antelope in the Living Room." Uh, that's available to you as our gift when you make a donation of any amount to Focus on the Family. Um, You can do that on a monthly basis. We call those sustaining pledges or on a one-time basis. And we'll have the link in the show notes for donating and getting that book. And then when you're at the website, uh, be sure to look for that book that uh, Greg mentioned, The Nine Lies That Will Destroy Your Marriage. And we have a free marriage assessment that, if you haven't taken, is well worth the five or ten minutes it takes to complete. It's online. It'll help you see some strengths in your relationship and maybe an area or two of growth as well. We'll have more from Melanie Shankel next time. For now, on behalf of Greg, Aaron, and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for tuning in to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. Mm -hmm.